This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, January 19th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part eight of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Absolutely. Well, well, companies in the private sector have a tremendous and vital role to play because even though this seems like a lot of money, in many of these programs, states have to actually come up with some of the match themselves. And some states just may not have those funds or opt not to do that. And so in terms of the private sector, um, P3s, joint ventures, providing that match, being there to think about leveraging those federal funds to the maximum extent possible. They have a they have a role to play that, in fact, we are all eyes are looking at them to help them get across the finish line in terms of these goals. Um, I will give you just one example. Um, there is a funding a stream, uh, it's a very long name, so I won't see the whole thing, but essentially it's there to ensure reliability and resiliency. That's a $5 billion program. And within that program, the state is looking at areas that have historically been affected by severe weather, like Pat mentioned, right, the wildfires. And in those areas, they're thinking about developing transmission storage distribution infrastructure that's going to help improve resiliency and reliability. And so to the extent that companies can get in front of their state stakeholders, their governor's offices, their state legislatures, their PUCs, um, their state energy officers, their chief resiliency officers, this is a stakeholder chain within the state that is all looking at these funds and thinking, what is the best way that I can spend this money? And I can tell you from my conversations with different states, they're not they're worried that they're not going to be able to provide that match whatever it might be from their state budgets and so they're looking for help from the private sector and so i really encourage companies to ha- start having that dialogue because um, they can they really have a, a role to play that is going to aid in protecting our environment um, as well as our energy uh, sector just listening to you, I'm thinking we could have a whole session just on following the funds and the breakdown of the state bill. by state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. And the, and and just you know, again, um, I think it would be important probably now to switch to the technology influence. You know, Pat, focusing on the power of data and predicting power failures. How can technology be the enabler to help modernize the U.S. power grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Following a year of record oil and gas production in some of its key drilling areas, Canada's Tourmaline Oil Corporation expects to grow its presence in Western Canada's fossil fuel-rich fields, despite persistent pressure from inflation. Industrial Info is tracking more than $3.2 billion worth of active projects from Tourmaline, with about 55% attributed to British Columbia and 45% attributed to Alberta. 
Pointing to larger regional trends, Canada's Irving Oil said it made arrangements with a renewable natural gas provider to supply the nation's largest refinery with a carbon-negative product. Irving Oil has now established a relationship with Anaergia, a company specializing in the processing of organic waste matter from landfills into an end product considered renewable by industry providers. Duke Energy Sustainable Solutions, a non-regulated commercial brand of Duke Energy Corporation, has acquired the Pike Solar Project in Colorado from Jewy Incorporated. Industrial Info is tracking two solar projects at plants owned by DES and $791.5 million worth of projects from Jewy in the U.S. The Inflation Reduction Act signed into law last summer and providing substantial incentives to increase the manufacture of solar panels in the U.S., among other things, seems to be doing its job in regards to domestic solar panel manufacturing. Last week, South Korea's Hanwha Q-Cells announced that it would invest billions of dollars into two projects in Georgia, the establishment of a new manufacturing facility and the expansion of an existing one. The UK's best hope for becoming a major European player in the fast-growing electric vehicle sector, British Volt, has gone into insolvency and administration. Emergency shareholder talks failed to secure a last-minute rescue package to save the company and its 300 staff who were made redundant with immediate effect. And Peru's National Oil Company reported on Saturday that two protest-related incidents occurred at the ONP, the country's main oil pipeline, which transports oil from the northern oil fields to the Amazon region in the Pacific Ocean. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.